part of the process is is establishing a foundation of possibilities, right, and dreams. His rags to riches story began in the Baltimore projects amidst poverty and racial segregation. This is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today, your media hub for all things black entrepreneurship, politics, news, and events in Hampton Roads and beyond. Hey, would you like to be a guest on Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham? The link is in the show notes. And now, here's your host, Blair Durham. Greetings, greetings, greetings. Welcome back. It's episode 122 of Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham. Our final guest is Mr. Robert L. Wallace. He's an internationally known entrepreneur, author, speaker, and consultant. With more than 30 years experience spanning engineering, energy, and IT, Bob blends decades of research with practical real-world advice to educate and inspire entrepreneurs and executives worldwide. His rags-to-riches story began in the Baltimore Projects amidst poverty and racial segregation before overcoming obstacles to establish three companies across technology, engineering, and business strategy. Now he shares his innovative strategies for success with other corporate and community leaders through his growing library of books, content, and through his energetic keynote presentations and training workshops. I am excited to meet you, Mr. Wallace. How are you? I'm well, Blair. Nice to meet you as well. By the way, we have have generations of... uh, of Hampton alone in my family. So I have a lot of oh, nice. this institution. Okay. Our folks will be glad to hear that. Glad <laughs> <laughs> to have you here, sir. So, you know, I'm fascinated by the work that, that you do and the work that you've done. Uh, I really want to kind of hone in on this topic of um, growing entrepreneurs, right? I'm in that, in that business of empowering entrepreneurs, thinking about this kind of critical juncture in human history, what are you, how are you empowering and inspiring uh, entrepreneurs in this season? Well, I, I think um, part of the process is, is establishing a foundation of, of um, possibilities, right, and dreams. When I was a graduate student working with my MBA at the Tuck School of Business at Dartmouth College uh, back in the 80s, that's when I began this research looking at you know, women and minority people um, getting more involved as, as entrepreneurs. Now, keep in mind, this is 40 years ago. And as a student in, in the MBA program, we, we have guest speakers come in like Steve Jobs, um, sure. you know, Bill Gates. It was all white men. And there were no women. There were no people of color. And I felt that that was just uh, unacceptable back in the 80s. And it's certainly unacceptable now. It's it's gotten a lot better now, Blair, than it was 40 years ago. But that was the the genesis of my my push there. And and my objective was was real simple. It was to identify what is the success model and success characteristics of people of color and women who are striving to become successful entrepreneurs and then to create that model and then make it available to people like you that they can follow and learn from the mistakes of others who've gone before them. Yeah, on your website, and I noted this talent treasure temple model. Elaborate on on the temple piece. I think we're all familiar with the time, talent, treasure, but you've added a fourth dimension. What's your thoughts? That is correct. And that was a lesson I had to learn, learn Blair, um, you know, later in life. Because, so, you know, the, the temple is, is, is our body, right? It is this, 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 this mass that God gave us, that, that God created us with. 
And it is this, this body that takes us through life. And what I found, believe, is that a lot of, of, of entrepreneurs were, were failing, not because they weren't smart, not because they weren't working hard, not because they didn't have good ideas and a good business model, but because they were working all these areas so hard that their temple was degrading. And so it, it, is, a, it is a terrible thing to spend your life making money and creating wealth and mm-hmm. then achieving that money and wealth, but not have the health to enjoy it. And I said that would never happen to me if I could help it. And I wanted to con- convey that to other folks. Look, you know, your health is your biggest uh, value of wealth. And so I included Temple in that in that model for that reason. Yeah. I had three different ideas when I saw Temple. I was like, is he going for body? Is he going for mindset? Is he, you know, it's kind of like, okay. I was kind of itching to pick your brain uh, there. So. Tell a little bit of your own story. I know we established it a bit in the in the introduction, but um, how did you kind of get into the space? And then talk a little bit as well about this group. Um, and Absolutely. The- Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm from I'm from I'm from Baltimore City. You, you may have read that part. Um, I actually ran for mayor this past this past um, cycle this past November. I ran as an independent in a city that is a Democratic city. Um, and we, although we came in second place, we got about 30% of the vote and we changed the game out in Baltimore city. Um, I was raised here, um, Blair in the neighborhood. There was a, a project area, low income African-American neighborhood and one of five boys. My mother was a janitor in the school system. She would clean the Baltimore city schools. Mama also struggled with alcoholism when she was younger. Um, daddy was a janitor. Um, and we and we struggled, but we struggled. We did. Have, we had lack of resources. Well, we weren't poor because we were very rich in terms of our spirit, in terms of our love for one another. But we didn't have many resources, so we struggled there. But my parents made three things um, clear to us: that if you had faith in God, if you worked hard, and you got a good education, that we could you, we we could move from poverty to a better place. And mom and daddy instilled that in us and most people, my, my generation, their parents instilled it in them. I believe your parents probably did something for you, Blair, from what I know of you. Um, And that was the foundation, the foundation of growth, the foundation of possibilities. The other thing mom and daddy taught us was this. They taught us to view the world and, and to view your situation, not through eyes of the flesh, but through eyes of the spirit. Now, why is that important? Because when you when you look at things through eyes of the flesh, Blair, what you what you tend to settle on is the physical reality of what you're facing. So if I if I had looked at myself through eyes of the flesh, I would have seen the poverty, I would have seen the lack of food, I would have seen no heat in the winter and, and no electricity at times. That, that that would have been my reality. But but mom and daddy taught us to look through eyes of the spirit, to see yourself through eyes of the spirit, and the eyes of the spirit says what could be. Not what is, but what could be if you do the right things and make the right choices. And that became a very powerful path for my brothers and I. So all five of us have been very successful. My older brothers are career military. Many of them spent many, many years down in your area in the Hampton Roads um, uh, area in the Navy. Right. Um, so I spent a lot of time down there visiting them. And then my younger brother, and I, we went to college, became engineers and business business people. So we've been blessed. Wow. Incredible. 
I'm taking a look here. I'm, I'm on your website, just fascinated by uh, some of the work you've done here. Black Wealth, Your Road to Small Business uh, Success is one of your books. That's correct. Soul Food, 52 Principles for Black Entrepreneurial Success. Well, how, how are people receiving those? Um, so, just so what's been the reception? The first, you? Yeah, yeah no, so, so Blair, the first book I wrote, Black Wealth, uh, Black Wealth Through Black Entrepreneurship, that was yeah. published in the early 90s. So that was o- over 25 years ago. So, so I've been studying. Or the kind of wave that we're seeing. Yeah, 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 that's right. right. I mean, I was studying this play back in the 80s. Before Claudia it was popular. And, and yeah, you know, before the term even was, was used by people, entrepreneurship, right? So I've been studying this for a long, long time. And, and I've always felt there was a connection. There was a connection between black wealth and black entrepreneurship. And that the way that we build wealth is through entrepreneurship. I also talked about something called power. And I was saying what I was suggesting, I was trying to, I was trying to put entrepreneurship and wealth creation in the context of mm-hmm. power in a society that is based upon capitalism. And so I, so this power triad that I came up with for my first book is called, it consists of three lattices, ethnic rooting, political power, and economic power. And my hypothesis is this, is that until a group whether it's African-Americans, Latinx Americans, Asian-Americans, whoever it is, until that group builds this power triad, they will never be in a position of power. And thus, they will always be at the mercy of the powerful. And therefore, the three, three uh, uh, ethnic rooting, which is simply an appreciation of the contributions that, that people who look like you have made to America and to humanity, right? There's, there's political power. Political power is, is having the having the the authority to determine how taxes are collected and how they're spent. So, taxes. So, so President Biden's uh, new plan, his one point nine trillion dollar plan, right? That's political power in action because it, they determine how money would be collected, the taxes would be collected, and how the one point nine trillion dollars will be expended. That's political power. And then economic power is having the economic wherewithal to do what you need to do to be successful. I have five kids. I have five kids. My, 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 all my kids are entrepreneurs. And one of the benefits they've had is they've been blessed for parents that at the end of the day can write a check to help them to start and run their businesses. That's power. So all, all I'm saying is that for any group to build power in America, those three lattices have to be built. And I would submit to you to some degree that the economic power piece for African-Americans is still being built at this point. For sure. Yeah. Tuned in. This is Blair Durham, Black Wall Street Today, talking with Robert Wallace, speaker, author, consultant. Uh, I ask you about uh, impetus to write the Strategic Alliances, Strategic Partnerships book. That's yes, not writing about that joint. Piece. I think about now, you know, the key term is collaboration, collaboration. So we don't always do that well, you know. Talk right. about kind of the, what, what's the framework that you've deployed through that book? Absolutely. So th- that was my fourth book, um, Blair, that I wrote. And, 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 and all my books tie into a particular area of, of, of weakness 
that I have observed, particularly in, in the minority business community, but in the, in the business community in general. And that is, as you said, Blair, in collaboration or building alliances and partnerships. One of the, one of the key things I've learned to be successful and that I teach in, 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 to my MBA students is that you've got to master the art of, of creating and, and building alliances and partnerships in order to build your business. If I'm, I made many mistakes, Blair, in my years, my 40 plus years of being, of being in business. But the one mistake I made and that I try to get young people to not make is that I thought when I was younger that I could do everything myself. You know, I was a smart guy. I was a hardworking guy. I had my degrees. You know, I had it all figured out. And and I went out into the marketplace, Blair, thought I knew it all, thought I could do it by myself. And the world just kicked my butt. It my butt. And it made me realize that I cannot get, I cannot be successful by myself. I need people. I need women. I need men of intelligence and, 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 and high ethical standards that can work with me, that can see, share my vision, and that we together can work and do great things. And so I built that, I wrote that book, Blair, for that, for that very reason. And so in the book, I take the, the reader through a 12-step process that I, I use. And I got that process. I had input for that from, from Microsoft, Toyota, IBM. You know, all a lot of major corporations who have built collaborations in a very successful way. And they told me the best practices that work for them. And what I did, Blair, is, is combine that together and presented it in the book as a 12-step process to help people like you, young people, and then older people, too, who want to do alliances and partnerships and who want to collaborate. I am ordering that book today. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I spend a lot of time in the in the collaboration space and sometimes um, with more more questions and answers about the best ways to move the relationship forward. You know, um, so I, I think it's a it's an important work. I really appreciate your due diligence in, in doing that writing. So one minute certainly want to give you an opportunity to um, share, you know, how folks can connect with you. If they're interested in any of your products, services, platforms, et cetera. What would you share? Sure, Blair. Well, first of all, they can always go to www.robertwallace.com. That's yes, Robert. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> RobertWallace.com. They can go to Amazon.com for you know for for the books. I've got a, I got a new book that's coming out. I've written eight books. Six have been published. My most recent one coming out next month in April is called "Let God Be God: Using God's Disruptive Power to Change Your Life and the World." And what I've begun to do, Blair, is to write more on this intersection between successful entrepreneurship or economic independence and spiritual fortitude. And I do believe there's, a, there's an intersection there that needs to be explored even further. And so this book is a it's my second attempt um, to explain that that intersection and how we can use it to our advantage to build our businesses. OK, that's awesome. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Wallace, Professor Wallace. <laughs> I've gotten an education. I definitely will, will keep up with you and hope to have you back as things progress. Maybe after those uh, next next iterations of, of publication take place, it'd be great to share again. Uh, Black Brand hosts a ton of events, so we'd love to have you back as a speaker. So I'll make sure. I love to. I love to. God bless you here. 
Yes, you as well. And thank you all so much for being a part of Wall Street today, uh, content regarding financial literacy. And again, to Robert Wallace, robertwallace.com, R-O-B-E-R-T-W-A-L-L-A-C-E.com. Save the date for HR RealCon 2021. It is our fifth annual real estate readiness event. Uh, why do we focus on real estate? It's an incredible way to build that wealth portfolio. This year, our event is in partnership with VHCDC. Uh, there are pieces on first-time home ownership, commercial real estate, flipping properties, wholesaling properties. Again, a free event. You can register blackbrand.biz. Hey, this is Seiko, DJ Seiko Varner, but you also know me as your favorite private money broker. So make sure you sign up for HR RealCon 2021. You definitely want to check out the workshops that I'm doing. Wholesaling and private money. Yes, make sure you register for HR RealCon today. Again, a free event. You can register blackbrand.biz. This show was brought to you by the consulting services of Positive Vibes Incorporated. We do debt restructuring, we help with credit repair, and we put money into the pockets of real estate investors. If you're a real estate investor, get in contact with us. If you need debt restructuring or credit repair, get in contact with us. 757-932-0177-757-932-0177. Stay with us online at Black Wall Street Today on Facebook and Black Wall Street Today on Instagram. And then follow us on Twitter as well at BWS Today. We look forward to talking again next week. Have a wonderful week. I have said and I will continue to say that the most important priority for the black community is the black community, not a particular political party. Hey, yo, when I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black Wall Street. When I say black.